Welcome to the Be Well or Die podcast, your go-to source for holistic living and well-being. I'm your host, Dr. Silvio Cazzetto, chiropractor and founder of Be Well Lifestyle Centers. In each episode, we'll uncover the world of holistic health, functional movement, anti-aging, nutrition, and more. Join us as we unlock a path to a healthier and more vibrant you. Let's begin. The following information is opinion and not intended to be medical advice. For any healthcare questions, please consult your healthcare physician. Here with Dr. Silvio Cosetto of Be Well Lifestyle Center. Silvio, great to see you. Thank you for being with me. So let's talk a little bit about supplements because there are so many of them out there and there are so many places seemingly that you can buy them from online, even on Amazon to specialty stores. So when you are seeing clients and they are asking you about supplements for just overall wellness, where do you like to start? So let's, uh, let's start with this. Supplements are supplements. They're not instead ofs. Um, people like to say, I need my B vitamins, but I eat McDonald's all day long. Um, start with your food. Like that's really the best place to start. Don't take supplements if you're not eating the foods that provide the nutrients you need as a base, um, as the base. Uh, for instance, if you're not eating your meats, if you're not eating your vegetables, if you're, if all you're living on is ramen noodles, you're going to need every single supplement just to keep your body, you know, healthy. Um, next RDA, let's talk about RDA. RDA is the recommended daily allowance. It's not the recommended daily allowance to feel healthy and well. It's what keeps you barely alive. It was developed for starvation. It was developed for such a low amount of nutrient that this is what you need to be barely alive. So you can't look at something that has a hundred percent of the recommended daily allowance and feel healthy. It's start with your diet. Once you evaluate your diet, and we talked about this a couple times in the past, I'm huge on testing my blood. I'm huge on testing my urine. I'm huge on testing my physiology to make sure that I'm getting what I need. So it's a hard, it's a hard question to say, you know, what should I take? You know, are you wearing sunscreen all day long and sitting inside and never going outside, yeah, you're probably vitamin D deficient. Most people in Michigan, especially in the wintertime, are vitamin D deficient. Um, are you drinking or eating anything that's providing you with calcium? Because without calcium, vitamin D can't bind, and you are now, again, vitamin D deficient. So are you calcium deficient or vitamin D deficient? And I know it sounds so fucking complicated, but the truth is it's not. Um, start with your proper diet, and then we move into supplementation, if that makes sense. It does. I want to go back to something you mentioned about RDA and the recommended daily allowance, because I think a lot of people do read the back of a bottle or a box or whatever and, and look at that and see what percentage they are getting. And like you said, think that they cannot go over 100%. But it sounds like what you're saying is that's not necessarily the case. So when somebody is massively dehydrated... Um, and they have electrolyte imbalances, the hospitals immediately give them IV supplementation and intravenous vitamin supplementation. Um, this has become 
more mainstream now. You can go to a lot of different doctor's offices. You can come to Be Well and get it. Um, we provide vitamin IVs. Um, when your body is in a crisis mode, they plunge electrolytes and vitamins into your body. There's no need to monitor, are they getting 100% of the recommended daily allowance? There's just no, throw that crap in there right now, get them full of it. You'll urinate it out, you'll, you'll, it will come out of your system if you take too much. Now there are certain supplements that you don't wanna overdose on, um, but we'll talk about those later. But the basic supplements, you can't take too much. As a matter of fact, vitamin D, a lot of people will take 3,000% of the recommended daily allowance just to absorb a little bit. How is your body absorbing the supplement? Where is the supplement coming from? Is it made in China in a lab that's producing synthetic? There's so many different factors that you can't just look at one aspect and say, this is it for me. Okay, so you mentioned vitamin D. I want to ask you about vitamin C because that, if you ask most people to name a vitamin, that's probably the first one that's going to come up. And the old adage is that vitamin C uh, helps you stay healthy, right? It helps you fight off a cold or helps you get better, what have you. Is that true with vitamin C and is it possible to take too much of it? So vitamin C taking too much can cause problems, but you'd have to take it over and over and over again um, in large doses, and it will actually uh, poison the system. If you take 500% of the recommended daily allowance, it's not going to hurt you. Um, if you're taking vitamin C uh, supplements that are all natural, like eating too much or, or drinking too much orange juice or eating too many oranges or taking kamu kamu or any type of fruit that's going to have a plethora of vitamin C, it's not going to hurt you. You're not going to be able, you'll throw up the fruit before you take too much vitamin C. But if you have synthetic vitamins that you bought at Walmart or Walgreens or, you know, one of these synthetic store-bought man-made, you know, synthetic products, yeah, because you, you're not looking at what else is in the supplement, what's holding it together. Okay, so you just mentioned synthetic versus what? What should people be looking for when they are out there shopping around for vitamins or supplements? Whole Foods. Like literally whole foods. If it's called a vitamin, it's probably garbage. Um, usually they're called whole food supplements. There's a big difference between food product and food. Food product is McDonald's. They can't call themselves food because they're not. They're a product of food. Um, food is something that is actually food, um, not synthetic. Vitamins can be anything. I, 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 can, I, can, take, uh, I can take chalk. And from that chalk, I can put it in water and call it alkaline water. Um, but, but, you know, but that's the truth. Uh, and people don't even think about that. That's a, another topic as well. Um, where is the supplement coming from? What is the produce? What produced it? Um, and how can it poison you based on the binders and the fillers and what's preserving it? What are the bad supplements? Because you mentioned that, so I, I don't want to get too far away from that. So what, what are the, the ones that you, know, you would steer your clients away from? So that's a, that's a tough question to answer because I go beyond the you know, fat-soluble vitamins and your basic nutrients, A, C, E, S, selenium, uh, vitamin A, vitamin E. Those I get from my food. Um, when I talk supplements, I'm talking about things that most people aren't taking uh, on a daily basis. Most people aren't hearing about it. I mean, um, black ant, ashwagandha, uh, go-to cola, um, false daisy, which um, is a phenomenal product. Um, 
all these different supplements, are you low in lysine? Are you low in tryptophan? Are you low? I mean, there's so many, and it can actually drive you flipping nuts. Um, that's why I'm to go back to one of the times that we spoke, I'm really tough on look at your blood. Like really look at what's going on in your physiology. Do you have heart problems? Are you taking CoQ10? You know, do you have brain problems? Are you taking lion's mane, um, cordyceps? You know, those are different mushroom supplements. Do you have kidney problems? Are you taking beetroot juice? Um, do you, are you diabetic? I, and, and instead of taking metformin, are you taking uh, berberine? You know, there's so many different aspects to just supplements. It's like, you know, hey, I smoke cigarettes. I, um, I'm vaping. I'm drinking beer and other alcohols. I sit on my ass all day long and I eat like shit. Will vitamin C help me? <laughs> no. Um, so really look at the, you have to look at the person as a whole before you can just kind of look at a study that says vitamin C is helpful. Fair enough. Okay. So you've mentioned a few very niche and interesting sounding uh, supplements slash vitamins, uh, including black ant, lion's mane, and cordyceps, which some people may know from a, a very popular show that was recently on TV. So when it comes to some of these that the vast majority of people are not familiar with, how do you suggest they educate themselves if, if they really want to take a deeper dive into things that can help them? Stay away from TikTok and Google. <laughs> That's really, um, I remember people were coming in I need chlorophyll. I need chlorophyll. I need chlorophyll. And one day I'm like, what the hell? Everyone wants chlorophyll today. And I, I finally said, why does everyone want chlorophyll? And they said, oh, it's the new thing on TikTok. Everyone's drinking chlorophyll. It's a, and then a couple of weeks later, it was goji berries, goji berries. And I'm like, it's kind of sad that we're following these influencers that have no education and no background. So um, for, for an educated aspect, stay the hell away from that shit. Um, to really find it, sit down with someone who's educated and let them put you on a starting point. Um, start with, you know, a dietitian, a nutritionist, someone who has a background in true health. Don't just go to your medical doctor or your chiropractic doctor or any type of doctor and think that, you know, we all have knowledge in nutrition. What is our background? What is our teaching? If you really truly want to supplement, um, but then also look at yourself from other aspects. You know, how am I eating? And then research. I uh, stress myself out all day long. What is what is a good supplement for increased stress? Well, stress is causing uh, a lot of pressure on the nervous system. Vitamin E helps increase the nervous system. I may need vitamin E. Let me read a little bit about the, the benefits of vitamin E. I mean, educate yourself. When it comes to athletes and, you know, professional athletes have been taking supplements for years now. And obviously there's stringent testing methods, um, both in you know professional sports and also at the Olympic level for your people who come in, who consider themselves athletes, who are very active, who are competing in endurance events, triathlons, so on and so forth. What are some of the common supplements that they are into right now? So calcium, vitamin D are huge. Magnesium is unbelievable. Um, I get a lot of people that are working out a lot, leg cramps, um, potassium and calcium, um, are hugely, 
uh, diminished when you're aggressively working out. And and just so you know, when you work out, you're releasing a lot of acid into the body. You're breaking down muscles. I mean, that's what working out really is, especially with heavy lifting. You break a muscle down, um, and then it scars, you know, scar tissues itself, and you get bigger and bigger and bigger, and boom, that's how you grow. Um, so you're putting a lot of pressure, especially like runners. You know, you run a lot. Um, you're putting so much pressure on your muscles for an extended period of time and a sustained amount of time that your muscles deplete themselves fast in their supplementation. So you need to supplement with that. Uh, magnesium is a very widely um, diminished IV that our IV uh, vitamin that I see supplement that I see missing from a lot of runners and aggressive uh, aerobic um, uh, people. Yeah, what, let's talk a bit more about magnesium because I've seen a lot about this one as well. Why magnesium specifically? I've, I've seen that it not only can do some of the things you just mentioned, but also serve as, as a muscle relaxant. Is that true? Correct. So, I mean, not to get scientific, but you have what's called the sodium, potassium, calcium pump in your muscles. If your muscle wants to contract, it, it sends out sodium or calcium, depending on how the contraction moves. If it wants to relax, it sends out magnesium. If it doesn't have magnesium to send out, it doesn't relax. You have spasm. Um, uh, you'll see a lot of people with cerebral palsy are on major amounts of magnesium supplementation, um, and it helps calm a lot of the uh, restless legs uh, syndromes that they get. And a lot of runners, um, pregnant women, you see a lot of restless leg syndrome, and that magnesium is a phenomenal supplementation. It's used for relaxation. You talked a few minutes ago about water and alkaline water and pH levels in water. There are so many different types of these waters, you know, you walk into any convenience store now in a gas station, you can find, you know what I'm talking about, you know, at least a handful of different, you know, waters that have, you know, elevated alkaline levels. And I feel like there are a lot of people out there who believe in them. And there are some people who say, well, what's the difference? Why can't I just drink regular water? So if you're living a life where you're eating a lot of foods that are full of garbage, lots and lots of acids, and I don't want to get too much into the acid alkaline, but there are there are, a lot of processed foods are very acidic to the body, and a lot of healthy foods are alkaline to the body. You don't need to supplement with alkaline water if you're living an alkaline life. So um, a lot of fresh fruits, a lot of fresh vegetables, if you're eating meats, fresh meats, are going to have more of an alkalinic um, uh, effect on the body as opposed to a... Uh, acidic. Now, I know this is going to sound weird, but lemon water every morning is alkaline to the body. Take a little bit of water, put some lemon in it, and now you've got alkaline water. Um, but on a funny note, it, it, there was there were companies out there years ago, everybody was selling alkaline water, alkaline water. And like I said earlier, um, some of these supplements were chalk. They were literally taking chalk and mixing it into the water, and it makes it alkaline. Um, doesn't mean it's good for you, but people were buying this shit up left and right. I forgot the name of the company or I'd call them out on it. Um, but you could buy it on the shelves. It was alkaline water. It's all bullshit. And that's number one. Number two, bottled water is in the, in a plastic bottle is leaching plastics into your water. That's what you're drinking. You cannot tell me for one second that a natural spring in a beautiful field is not the best water out there. But the second we touch it, we fuck it up. So I know we can't all go up to a natural spring and, and grab our water, but there's waters like uh, mountain, there's a uh, mountain water, I forgot the name of it, so it comes in a green glass bottle. They're, they're pretty close to some of the best water out there. Um, 
you can filter your own water. There is a reverse osmosis system. You know, distilled water. The problem with distilled water is it's, it's dead. So you want to stay away from distilled water. But if you take a little bit of salt, sprinkle it in there, and literally take some rocks from outside. Now, wash them, obviously, and put them into the bottom of the pitcher for a couple of days. You have remineralized water. Um, get your minerals from your foods and or make, and you can research this, make your own proper waters. So one more question about the alkaline water. That alkaline factor that you talked about, does it provide a, a pathway to for nutrients to, to get around the body more efficiently? Because you were talking about, you know, if you're eating in an unhealthy way, it doesn't really matter what kind of water you're drinking. Is, is the whole concept of alkaline water that delivers nutrients to the body faster? Well, the, the whole concept of alkaline water is it's going to make your body more alkaline, which increases oxygenation and decreases viruses and pathogens and bacterias. Uh, but I'm sorry, I don't care how much water you drink. If you're eating like shit, you're never going to get to that point. That's the problem is that we're, 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 we're looking for a magic pill. I remember my mom, I, I one time said to her, I have this amazing smoothie I put together. It's full of unbelievable supplements. All you got to do is put these powders in your smoothie and drink it. She goes, ah, that's too hard. Can't you just make a pill I can take? And that's, that's, I think a lot of us want that pill, that magic pill, that fountain of youth pill. And it just, it doesn't fucking exist. Well, you make a good point because it takes a lot more time to make yourself a healthy smoothie than it does to take a pill, right? Correct. But that's the society we live in. I don't like pills, by the way. Like, I, I'm, I'm a powder kind of person. It's so much easier to just throw it in a smoothie for me and drink it down than to take all these pills. So what are your, what are a few of your favorite powders or a few of your recommended powders for people who are listening to this and they're making their own smoothies at home and, and they just want to make themselves a good healthy smoothie what are a couple you would recommend to them so i'm huge on the immune system and the brain um i love mushroom blends uh absolutely love them uh like i said earlier cordyceps uh lion's mane uh reishi any type of a really good mushroom, but I'm huge on lion's mane. Absolutely huge on it. As a matter of fact, I used to buy fresh lion's mane and make little steaks out of them. They're unbelievable, but it's a lot harder. Um, so the mushroom blends, greens, um, any type of chlorella, spirulina. Um, I love um, my, uh, phytoplankton, marine phytoplankton is amazing. Uh, it's going to keep your give, give your body that alkaline that you need. Uh, help with the blood cleansing. It's, it's just, it's all around good for your body. Uh, if you have any type of heart problems, CoQ10 is a huge enzyme uh, for the body that's very important. If you're lifting a lot of weights, then CLA and beetroot powder uh, for the recovery. And then um, magnesium, very important if you're doing any sort of exertion um, on, on your body. A lot of great food for thought, literally, with Dr. Silvio Cazzetto. Thanks so much. Thank you so much.